chocolate-covered rubber chickens. Group Dynamics Olympics. That was y'all. I heard about a giant slip and slide. We also got to play some giant Jenga. That was fun. Nine square in the air is always fun too, right? <laughs> it never ceases to amaze me the, the size of that line that goes off nine square, but it is that fun. We got to play with Wham City Lights. That was cool. You, along with the, a few of the pastors of our church, got to shoot 180 finger rockets at a helicopter in the chapel. We also coined the phrase mid-sermon snack when we had 15 dozen Krispy Kreme donuts in the middle of a message. It's been fun. Our work teams consumed over 400 gallons of Gatorade and water, and that's just on the work site. That doesn't include dinners or any other time. We used 40 bottles, approximately, of sunscreen. That's good. It was hot. You ate 10 gallons of salsa. (laughs) Wait for it. You ate 90 pounds of bacon. I text our head cook, Tiffany, I was like, just curious, how many pounds of bacon did we eat? And she wrote back, 90. I was like, <laughs> It's impressive. We had 20 work teams working on 20 jobs. Yep. That included two schools where we sent uh, lockers and desks and, and whatnot uh, down to Mexico to use in a school down there. That's a big deal. This had international implications. Some of you served food at the Ronald McDonald House, a wonderful ministry over in Fort Worth, and you got to do that for them a couple of days. Uh, you also got to serve at the Arlington Life Shelter. That's, a big, that's an awesome thing, yeah? Absolutely. We also had 200 fanny packs being brought back to the world. Lifeguard style, camp counselor style, gunslinger, St. Bernard, however it is you wear it. We brought the fanny packs back, right? Yeah. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. I calculated, uh, me and a few others, because we're super good at math, um, we, we calculated uh, how many human effort hours... Right, Just for our work teams, if you count the days that you were on the job site, over 4,500 hours of human effort given on the work site. And that's just the work teams. 
So many other people went in to making this week as powerful as it was. And there, we could spend the next three days thanking everybody. But I do want to say thank you to Community of Hope, the church that hosted, yeah. <laughs> Pastor Joe and his staff over there uh, rolling out the red carpet for our middle school teams as they worshipped over there, as they shot chocolate-covered chickens all over the yard. I thank First Methodist Mansfield and its pastors and staff for letting stinky high schoolers sleep in the rooms. Well, that's mostly the boys. I, I swear, it was, it was Monday morning. Monday morning, we were walking down the hall, and I was like, God, it's one night. <laughs> oh, we haven't even worked yet. Oof. No, but seriously, thanks for, for letting us run all over the, the grounds here. Huge thank to our cook team who fed us. <laughs> Tiffany, did you know that it was going to be 90 pounds of bacon? Yeah. <laughs> I would have liked to have been the person on the other end of that phone call. What? <laughs> Thanks to our awesome construction team, you guys, finding our, you know, helping us coordinate our sites. Running materials and know-how and tools out to us. It's awesome. Thank you. Big thanks to the team that uh, made worship possible every single, every single night and afternoon. Mm-hmm. AV team, video team, the bands that played uh, in the afternoon and at night did a wonderful job. Big, yeah, clap them twice. Big thanks to Team Fun Squad for busting out the fun for everybody, especially our middle schoolers. I want to say a huge thanks uh, to our executive assistant, Lindsay, for, yeah. Lindsay uh, bears a lot of stress and weight making this thing happen, right? And, and she files through paperwork and all kinds of stuff. And, and, and she does it because she loves this, right? She loves this right here. Um, and so she put a lot of time and effort into that, thanks to her. Big thanks to our serving and outreach department who busted their tails talking to people and driving around, meeting people, knowing people, uh, and, and kind of basically setting everything up for you guys. So big thanks to our serving and outreach department. Thanks to the city of Mansfield for all the cooperation that they have given us in this process and donating dumpsters and who knows how much time and man hours for this uh, project to go on. I want to say thanks to all those people that that volunteered their time uh, by donating food, by uh, providing snacks, by providing scholarships, by providing showers in their homes, right? Uh, Yeah. Showers are good for being there in prayer for us and in so many other ways that, that, um, that they served. Big thanks to them. Uh, we have, I mean, and including just people, we have businesses that help us, businesses like Jersey Mike's and Joe's Restaurant, Papa Murphy's, Spring Creek, Chick-fil-A, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Lots of people who donate items for you to eat. 
right? Uh, it's amazing stuff, and, and, and they've come together behind you in the thing that you're doing. So big thanks to them and their support as well. A huge thanks to our neighbors, the people that we uh, went out and served with this week, that allowed us to be with them, that shared devotionals with us, that shared meals with us. Big thanks to them, because that's what this is about. This isn't about projects. This is about people. It's about relationship building, and that's what y'all did, and that's awesome. So thank you to our neighbors who many got to join us here tonight and worship. Thank you to our students for uh, leaving your Xboxes behind, right? <laughs> Big thanks to you and all the hard work you put in, the sacrifice, uh, sacrifices you've made to be here uh, to serve each other and others. That's a big deal. Thank you. Last but not least, I want to give a huge shout out to our work team adults. Thank you so much. I've said it before, I'll say it again. You are the linchpin. You're the reason this trip can happen. Without you, this this doesn't happen. We're not here tonight. You sacrificed your time. Many of you had to use vacation days for this. Quite a vacation. We got postcards if you want to send them out to people. (laughs) You gave up your bed. Many of you gave up sleep. You sacrificed time with your family, many of you. To be here, to serve alongside these students, to be a mentor and a role model. And we want to say thank you for that. So thank you. And you know, all this happens because we're here. It's because we're here in our community. Because we decided to be a people of God that were not satisfied with sitting on our butts in pews. That we wanted to get up and we wanted to put these hands to work. Because we took the words of Christ literally when it said, we want to love God and we want to love our neighbors. And that's what we did. And because we were here, not only do you get to serve in your community, but your community gets to be a part of this too. And that's special. You can see it around this room. The people that have gathered to celebrate with you and the work that God has done this week. So, we're talking about gardens. We're not talking about gardens because some of you worked in them. We're talking about gardens because we've been reading this parable that Jesus tells about the sower throwing seed onto many different types of soil. And in the end, the picture is this garden. And when Jesus is telling this story, he chooses a garden to represent God's vision for the future, God's vision for his kingdom. Not a castle, not horses, not soldiers, not knights. A garden. Dirt with living things 
growing. Things that need care and attention, but grow. And that when healthy, they grow up and produce fruit, which produces more seed, which produces more plants, which produces fruit, which produces more seed, which produces more plant. God the sower, his son the seed, and our hearts the soil. This is how Jesus describes the kingdom. Not a world obliterated where we're sent somewhere else, but a world renewed, growing up together. So one last time, let's read that parable together. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. And the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places, where it did not have much soil. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears... Let them hear. Let them hear. Let them hear. Jesus, when explaining the meaning of this parable, he ends talking about the good soil. But the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word retain it, and by persevering, produce a crop. Good soil produces good fruit. To approach approach the soil of our hearts with intention is to trust the transformative power of Jesus Christ. I'm going to say that again. When we go in and start doing the work of tending to the soil of our hearts, we are trusting that seed, that transformative power that's going to come in. We're trusting that that's going to happen. We act first. Some people call that faith. We act because we trust and we hope Of what's to come. Because the fruit is what matters. I've said this, I said this on Sunday night. The fruit is what matters. Because when you begin producing fruit, you can begin sowing seed. And when you begin sowing seed, you participate in the growing of God's kingdom. That's spreading the gospel. Good soil produces good fruit. And when good soil produces good fruit, It produces good seed, 
So what is good soil? We talked about the path, right? We talked about how, how hard it can be, how hidden it can be. We talked about the shallow soil with rocks that doesn't have enough room for its roots to grow. We talked about the soil that was overrun with thorns. What is this good sea or good soil? The good soil is soil that is exposed. Good soil is exposed. It's not hidden by guilt. It's not closed up by anger. Instead, it's open to the richness that exists in the soil. Good soil is exposed. Good soil is also deep. Good soil is deep. It's not shallow. It has room to grow. And when it does grow, and those roots grow deep, it can weather storms. It doesn't get scorched by the sun. Good soil is deep. Good soil is free. It's free of thorns and weeds. Thorns and weeds that seek to choke that life. To steal its resources. To take those away. Good soil is free of thorns and weeds. Good soil that's free wants all of its resources. It wants all of it for it so it can use them to grow that good fruit. It doesn't want them being stolen away by other things. Good soil is free. Here's what all this means. We're going to pack this up in a nice little box because we've been using a lot of analogies, talking about fruits and seeds a lot. Here's what this means. We, as individuals, strive to be hearts exposed to God's love, deep in discipleship, and free to be who we are intended to be. That's what this means. We strive to be hearts exposed to God's love, deep in discipleship, and free to be who we are intended to be. Because when we do that, we produce fruit, and fruit matters. And the reason fruit matters is because you matter. This is the biggest and best takeaway for me in this parable. Is that because God is using this analogy of the garden, because he brought up Adam straight up out of the ground, out of soil, right? We, we are made of that dirt. We are the soil, our hearts, the very center of who we are. That's where God is building his kingdom. You matter, each and every one of you. Because you are a nice piece of land where God is designed to grow his kingdom. And that kingdom work has begun this week. Fruit matters because you matter. God has chosen you 
God probably could have easily just done it himself, right? He's God, snaps his fingers. But instead, he puts his faith and trust in his creation and wants to build his kingdom here with each and every one of us. When we become that good soil, that seed, that love of God, Jesus, comes into our lives, we can realize the full potential of his power. We can see God's work alive in each and every one of ourselves. Let's pray. Holy and gracious God, we thank you so much for this night. We thank you so much for this week. God, we have so much to be thankful for. But here and now, God, we're thankful for the opportunity to be a part of the growing of your kingdom. God, we are honored that you have chosen us imperfect people to be the ground on which your kingdom grows. We pray, God, that we understand that our entire lives are yours, that we give it all to you, and to the doing of your will. In your name we pray. Amen.